Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. I uh, hope you're doing well today. Uh, we're going to get started with this podcast. This podcast is going to be action, action, action. What I hope to do in this podcast is help to activate you as a patriot, as a Christian, and it will be geared especially towards those in South Carolina, being that I am a resident of South Carolina, and it'll hopefully give you uh, some ways to be active and to participate and in your area here in South Carolina, but it's, it'll also be a fish, um, beneficial for you as well. If you're, even if you're not in South Carolina, there'll be things that you can learn from this, that if you're in other States, different States, uh, and hopefully if you see the, the, uh, patriotism of us and uh, the, those Americans stepping up for freedom, and resisting tyranny. I hope that if you're in a country that's being oppressed by fascism or communism, uh, that it'll help you to do the same. Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it's all in one place for you download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started thanks have a great day all right let's go uh so the scripture we're gonna look at tonight like i said this is going to be action i want to help you uh take action in the area especially if you're in uh south carolina and Hopefully, you'll gain some pointers for other states as well. But uh, this will be mainly towards South Carolina. Uh, but the scripture verse is James 2, 1. I mean, James chapter 1, verse 22 and verse 27. Verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So there's a state of complacency that we can be in, in which we deceive ourselves. And that is a huge problem because if we're convinced in our own deceit that we're obedient to the Lord and yet we're disobedient, we turn people away from the Lord and we turn people away from Jesus. And that's... um, uh, counterproductive. So what we are as Christians, I'm a Christian, so my job is to obey the Lord. I trust Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Um, so I'm now to carry out the Great Commission and also be an upstanding citizen. And that's where verse 27 comes in, 
says pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. So there's more to that verse, but I'll read the, the, the rest of it in a second. To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. How can we be any good to the kingdom of God if we're not actually helping people around us? He says to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. So we are to help people. That is, if people are sick, if uh, if people are hurting emotionally, physically, uh, I'm going up to uh, to chapter five of James. Uh, he says in the in the the uh, if there's anyone sick among you, let me go back. I want to read it. Is any one of you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any married? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone sick among you? Look at the action that he takes. Let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. And then more action is to confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. Understand that we're all tempted by the same things and we need each other's encouragement, edification, each other's lifting up our, our fellowship as fellow believers. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Okay, let's go back to chapter one. And... Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So my conviction at this moment, in this time, first of all, is to win souls to Christ. And I am an ordained minister, a licensed preacher, and I was pastoring a church and... For a year, I was filling in for churches. I've preached at eight to ten other churches, filling in for them. And I was at one church. Uh, I was pre. I was a youth pastor slash associate pastor uh, for seven years. And but I was at this particular church for twelve years in different capacities, such as sound man, uh, such as door greeter such as maintenance such as choir director uh, such as the on down the, the deacon that's what i was trying to get deacon ordained deacon and so I, i've been careful to surrender myself to the lord's will now have i done his will 24 7 no there's times i've wavered but I've been a servant, been determined to, tr to serve the Lord, trust him, obey him and follow him. And our, uh, our goal is primarily to win souls. Without Christ, we're damned to hell. But in order to get someone to that position, we have to show them physically that we care for them and that we love them. How can they see the love of Christ if we as a Christian don't love them and show compassion. 
He says here in James 1, 27, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So my conviction now, and it has been especially growing stronger, waxing stronger in this uh, past going on two years now, is to call out the corruption of the uh, health world, the government, I'll say the CDC, the WHO, Dr. Fauci and whatnot. And the biggest thing is with COVID-19, it's a bioweapon. And it was created in the Wuhan lab in China. And it was created to attack the world, it seems, because every country was affected. And it's a bioweapon. It was carried out through gain of function. On top of that, there was this cure, supposedly, that would save us from it. And no, it wasn't Second Chronicles 7.14. No, it said, no, we need to trust the science, the science, the scientism. We've learned it's scientism from Dr. Fauci, their, uh, his religion. And it was to trust him, trust what he says, this, do this or do that. But we've learned he's contradicted himself. And we've learned that these vaccines, I, they're not vaccines. They're th- there's a um, To not get too deep into it, it's not a vaccine. It's more like a therapeutic. Uh, mRNA actually is like a programming. It changes the programming of your DNA. That's just, you know, skimming the surface. But it is not a vaccine. A vaccine makes you immune to the disease for which it, the vaccine was created. This does not give you immunity because now we know that there are most people in the hospitals vaccinated or most that are sick with COVID, supposedly being COVID, are vaccinated people. Um, we have, so that's what I've been stepping up against these lies, standing up, and I'm not backing down. I was kicked out of my church that I was pastoring for over a year. You know, the Lord led me there to lead them through the pandemic this past two years. I was filling in at this church and they kicked me out because they got tired of what I was saying. But that's for another podcast. So I'm standing up, speaking the truth. You know, First uh, Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Uh, he's given me the mind to reason, to logically walk through this and what's going on. And I understand that we are being attacked. I understand that we're in a spiritual battle. I understand that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness in high places, spiritual wickedness, principalities, empowers rulers of darkness in this world that that's the devil satan and he is the prince and power of the air at this moment so i understand that we're in a battle we're warring and ephesians ephesians chapter 6 tells us to put on the whole armor of the lord that you may be able to stand having done all all to stand so i am showing my compassion and love for you because i'm stepping up and standing out uh, I don't really care if it puts a target on my back. I've uh, I did a uh, 
a search. I forget the, the, the website, but I subscribed to Steve Bannon's War Room. And in the email list, they sent me a, uh, a link. I went through the link and put my name in there. You can search the public records of um, anyone, put anyone's name in there. But then in order to get the whole list, you got to pay a subscription or whatever. I didn't do that. But uh, I'm going to pull up the, uh, the results of my background check that one page that I, they show, they know they show you bits and pieces. They don't give you the whole thing unless you pay for it. But this is what, um, that it did tell me. This says that I, the government, I have a government watch list notice on me. And it says our records indicate that the name Joshua Miller is on a government watch list supplied by the DOJ, FBI, CIA, Interpol, or another government agency. And of course, it doesn't give me details, but it says I th that name, Joshua Miller, is. And of course, I had to put my address in there, uh, put um, a couple other things, so it, and it found me. It was me. And so I said, what? Well, that's weird. That's strange. I'm t being targeted, kind of like the parents at the school board meetings uh, that Merrick Garland is after. And I, I figured I would be. And um, so I put my wife's name through and it says, you know, she may be on this. And it says I am on a government watch list supplied by the DOJ, FBI, CA, Interpol. And I know I've got a target on my back, but I'm not scared. I'm not backing down. I'm not afraid. God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And nothing of this world is going to scare me. Um, I keep at the forefront of my mind, my train of thought, that if I trust God and resist the devil, he's going to flee from me. That doesn't mean I won't go through a hard time, hardships, uh, persecution. But he has no power over me. So that's that's uh, where I'm at right now. So recently, we we need to step up as Americans, Christians, definitely, without a doubt. But also being Americans, we are going to have to step up for freedom. Our, I believe 100 percent that our founding fathers were inspired by God to to, for the, to put the Constitution together, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence. I believe that all of this to create everything that went into this country to be the power that it is, that it was, that it can still be, was inspired by God. And I believe our founding fathers understood that. Uh, and I, I believe they uh, founded... we. If we look into the Constitution, we look into the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, uh, we look at the uh, tyranny that they endured, and it was a time to stand up and fight and push back on the tyranny. But they understood that they did it biblically. The Constitution was founded on the law of God, his word, his principles, if, you'll, you, if you would study it and see. So I'm encouraging you to step up in faith and in Christ. First of all, if you're not saved, you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, 
You need to trust him and get right with God. Ask for forgiveness. Accept him into your heart as Lord and Savior. And then besides that, on top of that, plus that is to be, as an American citizen, to be a patriot, to love this country. The freedoms that we have under the Constitution are given to us by God, but they allow for us to worship. We would not be able to go to church and to worship if it wasn't for the Constitution. We wouldn't have the freedom to work if it wasn't for the Constitution. We wouldn't have the freedom of choice if it wasn't for the Constitution, and yet it's being attacked. If I don't know if everyone's, how many people are still asleep, but uh, we're, if you haven't noticed, we're being attacked. And these vaccine mandates are showing that, that we have a dictator in office. And I'm going to go ahead and say it now. He's not president. Uh, Donald Trump won 2020. He is the president and he won. He was elected by the people, we the people, to be president. This other guy in there has been installed and they had, they, this is the regime it's not president. It's not an administration. It's not right. They stole it. And they're trying, they're turning us into a communist country, but we don't have to let it happen. So I'm going to tell you some of what would have done here in this area. We're having uh, rallies. We're having protests. Um, one person in South Carolina that I would like for you to get behind is Pastor mark burns he's running for congress in the fourth district of south carolina greenville spartanburg um and i've been to a couple of rallies one a uh, couple of rallies that he has been there and he is the real deal he loves the lord he's a christian and he's a patriot he's an american and he's not backing down and he you can tell he loves the Lord. You can tell that he is he loves this country. And you can tell that he loves the people of South Carolina. And he is not going to cave to communism. Pastor Burns has committed himself to fight against election fraud he has committed to investigate the november 3rd 2020 um stolen election he's committed to building the wall fighting for the second amendment protect the unborn remove transgender policies protect judeo-christian values and eradicate medical tyranny I can get behind that. Um, there is a movement here in North Carolina, South Carolina, and it, it really—I'm not going to go into details with it, but it—it's kind of it's similar to the Black Robe Regiment, and that's part of it. But the pastors are stepping up and deliberately positioning themselves into the government. You know, there's a lie that we've fallen uh, fallen into is the separation of church and state. 
The point was to keep the state out of the church, not the church out of the state. And there's a movement here that the pastors are taking over, are running for school board uh, committees, for mayors, for uh, maybe governor, and Pastor Burns in his case is uh, Congress. And because we understand that in government, and we, I mean, we are people physically. I'm physically here. I'm in the flesh. As we're physically here, we're supposed to operate in a way in, in morality, in a way that pleases and honors God, no matter what we are doing, no matter where we are at. So they're stepping up to taking over these positions. And I've, like I said, recently been to two of the rallies. Um, one in Greer, South Carolina, and one in Spartanburg. And the one in Spartanburg was the Christian Action Network. And you can find them on Telegram under Spartcan, S-P-A-R-T-C-A-N. And you can keep up, follow them and their posts there. So they had a meeting there. I think it was Covenant Baptist Church in Spartanburg is where they held it. And we were there. We had a share of Chuck Wright. And I have a podcast on Chuck Wright. We were at we prayed over him last year at the uh, uh, the name of the the place uh, lost I lost the name of the place anyway bunch of pastors and um, chaplains and such came businessmen Christian businessmen came and we prayed over the sheriff that he would step up continue to step up and have the strength and support of us to be able to to fight against this this was back over a year ago now. And so we continue to pray for him, for the godly sheriff. He loves the Lord, and he's he's quick to say it, that Jesus is king. And so we were at these rallies, that's the point is to take action. It's enough. We've done enough sitting on the couch. We've done enough standing around doing nothing. And that's the point to take action to to uh, make a difference because that's what's happened the reason why we have a problem with critical race theory in the schools the reason why we have a problem with uh, fascism socialism and communism is because we've stepped out of the way there's a vacuum and they're filling the vacuum so we need to step up push back and fill in that vacuum with godly principles with morals and with the Christians has been our fault as Christians. We haven't done that. And that's our fault. So we need to correct it. And you can see this movement going around. It's picking up momentum. If we'll, we'll band together all across this country and the world, because of course, as Christians, we're around the world, but I'm speaking to our U S of a at the moment. And I uh, just want to mention a side note. I spoke to a godly man, a brother in Christ in uh, Colorado, and I think we we fellowship for three hours on the phone, just um, getting um, uh, what where we were at, where he was at in Colorado, where I was at here, and we were. The more we talked, the more that we were uh, exhorted one another in the Lord. And that's what we need. We need to come together as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ and, and, and biblically, foundationally, the Bible is the foundation. None of this is going to happen if we're not in the Lord, if we don't if we're not in Christ. 
We need to step up, take action. So if you're in Spartanburg, one good meeting to be at, one is Spartanburg Christian Action Network. And their telegram is Spartcan. And their email list is Spartcan at ProtonMail.com. And they had a sign-waving event at the Spartanburg Regional Hospital on the 18th. That was yesterday. And what they were doing was making people aware of the medical tyranny that is happening, hopefully getting the attentions of physicians and doctors there and nurses and trying to to bring to their attention that there's a different way. They don't have to cave in to the tyranny. They don't have to cave in. They don't have to follow that. There is a way out. Um, They had a walkout today on the 19th. They had a walkout, and they encouraged them, those there, after the sign waving for people to step out. And I'm going to play you. Uh, what uh, Dr. Hovis, he is a surgeon there, his, what his um, thoughts were on this.
Dr. Hovis made some very good points there, as you can see. Um, notice that he is a Christian first, and he's a patriot. And notice how long he served in the military. Um, I commend him for that. And he's taken a stand. He's a surgeon at, was a surgeon at Spartanburg Regional. 
and he's stepping down. He's taking a different role because of these vast tyrannical decisions, these vast ma- mask mandates. Va- uh, let me get it right. Vaccine mandates. And they're making a stand. And that's what we got to do. We got to uh, take sides, not as not against the people, not against Americans, but we're here to wake Americans up, wake our fellow comrades up to the fact that we're being attacked by wickedness and evil in this world. All right, so next we're going to listen to uh, Sheriff Chuck Wright. He's a Christian, and he makes sure to say that uh, Jesus is king, and you'll hear that here in this audio. And um, so we listen to a couple things that he says, and he goes on to say this is not the whole interview with Sheriff Chuck Wright, um, but he goes on to say after this that um, if the they try to force the vaccines here, he's not going to let them. If they try to force the mask, he's not. He's not for anything that's tyrannical in nature, and he's for the Constitution. He's for liberty, for freedom. And most of all, he's for King Jesus. Uh, so just listen to what he says. So I want you to hear that we are in good hands. 
All right, I have a couple more things to look at before I end this podcast. I know this one might be a little long, uh, but let me know if you like the like podcasts like this. Leave me a message or email me, joshuaministry741 at gmail.com, and let me know your input. All right, so I'm going to read a uh, letter that we had. We've got at the, the Spartanburg Christian Action Network meeting uh, a, few, a couple days ago. It says that uh, we SC Patriots need to contact our attorney general this week to urge him to join the lawsuit being presented to the Supreme Court on November 23rd for election integrity. The filing is next Tuesday. From Patrick Byrne, I'm informing you that there is a 30-yard pass being executed in one week that could score and win the game, and we need your help. The time you can make a difference has arrived. 
There is a lawsuit being drafted by Kurt Olson to be filed with the Supreme Court on the morning of November 23rd, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It is encyclopedia definitive and includes far more material than has ever been made public. What was filed last December was the result of three weeks rust rushed investigation. What is being prepared now is the result of a year's worth of investigation and invokes a novel constitutional argument that I, for one, find conclusive. We want attorney generals to sign it. There are 26 states with Republican attorneys general. I'm going to name the states. Alaska, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Wyoming, and West Virginia. This week, Kurt Olson, Mike Lindell, and a white hat hacker of my acquaintance, that's uh, Patrick Byrne, are all making the rounds among these AGs, walking them through the case and asking them to sign up for their states. Thus, it is the states which are the litigants in this Supreme Court filing. But unlike the last time this was attempted last December, this time we have the information that SCOTUS cannot turn away. Your mission for this week is to encourage peaceably these 26 Republican attorney generals to review and sign up with the lawsuit that Kurt Olson is bringing them. Uh, so he goes on with the letter. For a year, I have been hearing from Americans griping, but how do we push back? How do we fight this? I've been counseling restraint, but I am counseling peaceful action at last. If you live in one of those states or can get to one, you want to be sure that the attorney general of that state knows that you think he or she should review the lawsuit that is being filed in SCOTUS on November 23rd and join it on behalf of the citizens of the state that elected him. And yes, this suit is a winner. So I'd encourage you that it's your attorney generals, these AGs. Now, Mike Lindell is a patriot. He's a patriot of patriots. He's the My Pillow guy. And yet he's pushing and he's been fighting hard this year. Once he he saw the election fraud November 3rd. He saw that, that they stole the election. He's been fighting and he's been attacked. He's been canceled, censored, and yet he's still pushing forward. And he's got all the evidence to put before the Supreme Court um, the 23rd. So let's get behind him and back him and especially pray for him and take action. And the contact for South Carolina is the Honorable Alan Wilson, P.O. Box 11549. Columbia, South Carolina, 29211, and the phone number is 803-734-3970. So let's call to action for the 2020 election. If we do not get the election of 2020 straightened out, we will not have any more elections, and that's it. If we, do, if we go through this year without fixing that, there will be no more elections. It's going to be a dictatorship for the foreseeable future. All right, so we got that out of the way. Uh, Spartanburg Medical Freedom, COVID-19 early treatments save lives. So there's a, a website you can go to for COVID-19 treatments. It's COVID, excuse me, COVID-19criticalcare.com. 
C-O-V-I-D-1-9-C-R-I-T-I-C-A-L-C-A-R-E.com. It's life-saving medications, and you can find a doctor to prescribe ivermectin, HCQ, and budesonide, and they suggest for you to have on a pulse oximeter, a nebulizer, and aspirin, and they have a warning that says avoid remdesivir and avoid wearing a mask when sick. It could cause pneumonia. So if you go to that website, it's um, I believe they have the monoclonal antibodies on this website. If you would check that out, and that can will help provide you with uh, a regimen to 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 resist the COVID nineteen. So you want to be proactive, educate yourself, take preventative treatments, and it's they're suggesting to take vitamins, vitamin C, D3, multivitamin, quercetin, and zinc. And that's what I take every day. Uh, I think minus the quercetin. I don't have quercetin at the moment. But um, if you can find these, you can find these individually and you can find doctors that are selling them in a packet of all, all vitamins, quercetin, and zinc together in a single tablet. And you can learn more at the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. It is aapsonline.org, aapsonline.org. So these are some ways you can be active and help to defend yourself and your family against COVID-19. And these uh, vaccine mandates, remember that is to uh, the attorney generals get behind them and push them, pressure them. to uh, side with Mike Lindell and the the suit that he has. If we do not fix the 2020 elections, there won't be any more elections. I know there's many people that don't believe that, but it is true. Okay, uh, Bonafide Truth, Tim Bonafide Greer. You can find him bonafidetruth.tv. He is going to talk about the, uh, the pastors and the the meetings for the pastors here in North Carolina and South Carolina. And then uh, Mark Burns is going to speak and that's going to end the podcast. Well, we got one this morning on, on the tw- Monday, the 29th. It's called Pastor Kevin. And I don't care if I got to get a charge of us. Everybody in here knows a pastor or is a pastor. Pastor Burns is going to go with me. For some reason, it's just not taking hold here in South Carolina. And there is... The last time I went to them, we had Sandy in the room. And, um, but anyway, um, it's called Pastor Daddy. It's 29 months and it's in uh, Asheboro, North Carolina. And they want me to bring a big South Carolina pastor as I possibly can. And obviously, we can use, we've got plenty of places here in South Carolina that, um, that we can use for a meeting. And it's a meeting similar to this, but it's pastors. And these pastors are getting involved. They have a group of around 2,500 to 3,000 pastors. And, um, and they want about 120, if not more, that are committed to running for local, from school board to government. And um, who's really made that one work is uh, uh, Mark Robinson. Mark Robinson is there. And uh, he comes to everyone who meets. And Pastor Bird said that he would head up here South Carolina. Get enough momentum, so 